Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's up, hot queen? Did you bring the baby gherkins? <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Astronomical. I hate to see it. Waste of potential. Are you drunk? <laughs> I am so drunk right now. Welcome to Bad Author Book Club, where we're not like other authors, we're worse. I'm Clarabelle Ortega, And I'm Ryan LaSala, and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. And here we find ourselves at the end of Model Land. Oh my I, god. The end of Model Land, the end of us. The end of us. Uh, welcome everyone to the Bad Author Book Club's live listen as we delve into the third to last episode that's going to be focused on a chapter of Model Land. Before we get started, if you're out there, if you're listening and you want to really quickly sign on to Discord to read the recap of our live listen, feel free to. Our Discord link is in the show notes. And if you'd like to attend subsequent live listens, they're going to be on August 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and August 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So we hope to see you there. Feel free to follow us on social media so that you can learn all about our upcoming episodes, announcements, season two reveals. On Twitter, we're Bad Author Pod. Instagram, we're Bad Author Book Club. Our website's badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com. And you can find all of our episodes on anchor.fm slash badauthorbookclub. That'll link out to a bunch of places where you can listen, like Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Today's episode is... Chapter 46 of Model Land by Tyra Banks with Perfect Execution. Uh, Here I am once again, torn into pieces. Wow, I, uh, I'm, I have an energy in me, Clarabelle. I have an energy bustling in my soul because <laughs> here we are right at the end and things are coming to a close. We're getting a lot of revelations and I have the fullest confidence in Tyra Banks that she's going to pull it all together. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened? The world literally what a lie. Lying right to my face, what? Oh, yeah, I'm, I am. I'm not lying. I have faith. Uh, faith is not a lie. Faith is, okay, well. Mm, well, yeah, let's not get into that. You're not wrong. But what happened uh, <laughs> last episode? The world literally ended a moment ago. Yeah, so because... Um, the seven tournament and because T Dodd 
were postponed indefinitely. Everyone is just like in a state of like absolute pure chaos. So the last thing that we saw was um, in the last chapter was CL and Tookie were in the ugly room with their respective mothers and yep. having these like emotional monologues with them. Creamy is in a coma and the Belladonna is arrested for defending herself. Or for just standing there, actually, and having a pointy dress. <laughs> right, she, she didn't she, really do anything. She just stood there. Someone in Discord <laughs> was saying that, like, oh, Creamy is totally faking this coma. <laughs> like, she's totally fine. She's just, like, kind of, like, keeping her eyes closed and hoping that, like, they just let her go. Okay, but that was literally how I pictured it in my heart. Because if you yeah. notice the episode art for Chapter 45... There's a mirror yeah. for the ugly room. And then I put a picture of like a woman in a hospital bed, but she's just like on her cell phone. Yeah. And like, that's how I pictured like, like Tookie hysterically crying and like creamy, just like, like texting miracle. Yeah. She's playing like bejeweled or something. Like Not she's bejeweled. playing like candy, candy crush. crush on her phone. And like Tookie's like, why wasn't I enough for you? And she's like, oh. <laughs> Gotta get this high score. She's so close. She's she's like on Duolingo. <laughs> like oh, not gonna that's, it's me. Je suis Claribel. Je suis l'autre de. Um. Anyway. Uh. So. So we pick up basically. So Tookie is following behind Nar Gnar Nars. Nars. Nors, um, who has like 12 names I've noticed, like yeah. Guru Ganero Nars, like they call him different things every single time, mm-hmm. very confusing he's dragging CL out of the room, so because we just found out that like Nars wanted to kill CL this whole time Tookie's like, oh no, I have to follow them, which is very funny for yeah. a reason that we will get into later, Yes, but um, <laughs> So, so it says like she's following close behind. So yeah. we start off chapter 46 and they emerge basically into Beautification Boulevard and there's like pandemonium. And this is like the 10th time in this book that the Bellas are just like walking around in a daze <laughs> or like in circles or screaming. Mm-hmm. Feels very mm-hmm. stage play to me again. Yeah. And so it's like there's like complete chaos. Like nobody knows what to do. Like the mannequins don't know what to do. Um, there are no... There are no, like, orders from the Belladonna. And, like, this is... If you're going to set a book in, like, a school uh, sort of setting, um, and the administration of it is, like, such an important part of the plot, you need to know how it works. Mm -hmm. And, like, it is impossible for the Belladonna to give instructions to, like every single person that works on this giant campus that famously has two fucking arenas. <laughs> like, there has to be someone under her. Like, there has to be, like, teachers and administration and, like, people who yeah. are, like, doling out her orders all day and, like, making the school run. Right. But there's not. So, like, the second she leaves, there's just, nobody knows what to do. And it's, like, there's no... <laughs> is flat right it's it is a flat organization and we know this because like and it, it's always been that way because remember when the queen belladonna was like where's my daughter she's in the bathroom i've got to go get her myself like, yeah. no one works for her there is no one i mean it's just a really grassroots movement over at model land it they've is. really a bureaucracy there's no hierarchy whatsoever so chaos breaks out and Tyra describes it that no one knows what's happening 
Or, uh, or let's see, she says, everyone knew something was up, but they didn't know what. But we know that they did know what's up because there was a big announcement and we were told that everyone in the world simultaneously learned the news at the same time and it ended in like cataclysm. So I don't know why this has like resulted in like anarchy. Also, I don't know how everyone got out of the stadium. Like my assumption, like they should have just locked everyone in the stadium and been like, stay here to like contain the mess. But no, it's like a security issue at this point, right? Everyone's scrambling around. Ciel is being dragged by her hair, making horrible screeching noises. The guards are back, by the way. The guards are a really late addition to Model Land. They're back, and I think it's just, like, security they must have hired specifically for the arena situation. It's mall cops. Yeah, the mall cops on their segways are Segway. dragging Ciel by her hair down Unification <laughs> Boulevard. And ZZ's like, oh my god, like, you're hurting her. And they're like, don't touch Ciel, she's illegal. And they drag her to the M building, which, remember, is sort of like the big castle sort of in the middle of Model Land. Mm. And the guards push Ciel inside. And, of course, Tookie slips in just before the giant doors close. No one stopped her. No one saw her. If there was ever a time to be a forget-a-girl, this was it. And Kill me. Stab me. Get, all of it. Hold me back. Step on me. What? I don't want this. I'm like, not buying it. This is... The, the culmination of the regrettable phrase, forget a girl, which <laughs> I wish I had never heard in my life, <laughs> is all for this moment. Yeah. Really, truly. Yeah. Like, this is it. This, Th- is, the this is why, right. And we are at the 99th percent marker for the book. And what Tyra effectively has done is said, there's been zero growth with Tookie. She is still the same girl that can, like, slip outside of perception. And we were told that she had sort of eschewed the forget-a-girl situation, right? That now it was impossible, right? Because everyone was noticing her. But suddenly, because it's convenient, because Tyra needs to give Tookie this, like, you know, this is supposed to be Tookie being agent, right? Like, it's her, you know, moving her own plot forward by, like, following along after the action. But again, like, Tookie has, like, she's, like, she's, like, the Uber Eats of, like, of like Mary Sue's, right? Like she's like hand delivered to the plot every time. And this not counts. The, like this, not the Uber Eats. <laughs> like someone ordered Tookie to the scene and she shows up and is delivered. And like the forget a girl like bus drops her off and is like, have fun, sweetie. Like enjoy the climax. <laughs> oh my God. You're so, you're so right. That, that's, I wish we could convey just like how true that is. Like, I hope that the listeners like realize like how much Tookie is just like deposited everywhere. Like, she wakes up wherever she wants to be, appears. She's just like, she's just there, or it comes to her. Like, there is no in between. There is no planning. There is no forward motion. The most forward motion that we've seen in this book was Creamy and Miracle getting through the diabolical divide, right. and I think that's why it's. Part of my favorite moments because we got the monsters, which I love, but also there's characters like doing something, going towards something, even if it ended up in a coma and like miracles dancing through the halls. But we don't know where she is. (laughs) But um, no idea what happened. But at least they, at least they had a mission and they like carried it out. Tookie, Tookie can't relate. Like she just cannot. So. So, so we're going into like this. the The funny thing about it is, again, the M building is like completely glass, and nobody's seeing Tookie. Yes, I was 
gonna say, like, I thought, like, Tara barely got out of this by the skin of her teeth the last time when she was like, it's a completely glass face that she's starting to get. And I was like, they gotta be left that behind, because that was stupid. But we're, no, we're right back. back in the same place. and We can have two stadiums, but not two buildings. <laughs> two, build, two administrative buildings. And you know what? Like, it's the same place. It's literally the same thing. Like, she says, like, oh, it's the same place where I was, like, originally... And like the, t- I don't know if we even mentioned this. There's like a tic tac toe board that the that the board like sits in. It's like a glass crystal tic tac toe board. I don't know. She sees the same thing, and notes. Oh, I've like seen this before. It was at the stadium, like in my the time when I slept walked here. Uh, no mention of climbing up the seventy seven flights of stairs that this building allegedly had her in before. So I don't know if we've just changed levels or if we're just kind of skip, we're glossing over a four hour yeah, think, hike upwards. I think she I think she mentions it in that like, wow, how did I get all the way up here? But like that's it. Like we don't actually find out how she did it like in the the first time. Um sure. but she is high up because it mentions her like looking down in those earlier chapters. Right. But we don't see how it happens. We just know that she right. got there somehow. Yeah. So the board members are like, like basically CL is like thrown in front of them, right? Mm-hmm. And like they're interested for the first time or whatever, as if that's supposed to mean something to us. Like it doesn't, you know, I don't care about them. Like the concept of the board members, I feel like is really fun and interesting. Like yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Like, oh, like a line of people that you see at fashion shows just looking like disinterested and like very like high fashion and mm-hmm. sort of like not giving away their emotions. Like very like if she purses her lips, it's a catastrophe. Yes, like very Devil too. Wears Prada. Yes. Love that. But like it, it we, we don't really get to see enough of them or like any interactions to actually follow through with like that like little inkling of like interest that I had about them. Yeah, it's we don't just... we don't know what they do, right? Like they don't have an actual right. job other than being like bored, which I think is the point, but it's certainly not enough to kind of create the mystique that you're that you're talking about. I right, I right. too am interested. And also there's just this sense that these people are showing up for their first day on the job as they're there. Like one of them literally <laughs> took he's watching from a from behind an opaque bit of glass which she can see through but no one can see her i actually sort of right which, which when she slipped behind it it had just turned opaque right I very conveniently for her i can't tyra see, they could all see like you know that wasn't there. okay to do they all tyra you know they she knows and i imagine the board actually could like see tucky who's like standing there like a child who like thinks they're hiding but they could like clearly yeah. see her but one of them, I mean, like, to start the meeting, hits a gavel against, like, a glass table and shatters it. So, like... That is... What a metaphor for this book. Yeah. Like, let's have a whole glass table and a gavel yeah. to just fucking destroy it in two seconds. Set something up and just demolish it, it seconds later. Yeah, so the whole scene is... It's very... It's confusing. Uh, these people are... They're ruling that... Um, well, CL's pleading her case. She goes, I stayed, I'm I'm back on message. Like, don't yeah. hurt me. Model end is perfect. One type of beauty is the only beauty that exists. This would have been fine and acceptable 
CL begging, if we had actually seen CL like rally against this message, the whole like you're off brand or you're off market message or whatever thing never actually happened with CL because we never saw her actually do that. If you remember, no. CL to the public eye vanished. <laughs> so that was not, she's never been like giving like a divisive, like subversive market message. She created those obelisks about her friends who were ugly, but no one knew what those were. So that wouldn't have mattered either. But I don't know. I wish, I kind of wish at this moment this begging made sense because I do like the idea of like CL being like, I'm, I'll do whatever you want, bored, right? But like you said, yeah. we don't know what the board does. And also CL, like I'm saying, never actually kind of defied them, right? And so the begging yeah. doesn't make sense. Uh, but, you know, it was it was a good try. It was a really good effort. Was it? No. <laughs> no, actually, it was quite bad. But um, but they're, they're, uh, they're going to behead her. That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, they, um, they, like, don't deliberate or anything. Nars just, like, signals for the board. They rise in unison. And they put CL in a crystal guillotine work. And I'm like, they're about to behead this bitch. Um, and so... It looks like she's being beheaded because we see blood, but then it says, like, it, does it say it comes from her neck or from, like, around it her neck? It comes from her neck. Yeah, the blade yeah. drops and it reaches her neck and a red liquid gushes out of CL's, like, wound, basically. And mind you, Tookie has followed CL because she's worried about her. This whole time, she has done absolutely fuck all. This was the moment. Yeah. This is when, like, why are you following her just to stand there and look? When, right? yeah, when, what were you planning? She just wants to watch. You got you a sick thing for guillotines, girly. You really Disgusting. like the French Revolution? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is zero. This is zero. <laughs> do it mm -hmm. and then it says that the diamond blade um this is like a very chic guillotine i know i want one it's like a william it's and sonoma guillotine oh my god it is so it's it's described as blinding tookie just like her mother's mirror had blinded chris creme cravat on the tightrope many years before what's the point wait wait sorry pause we'll get to cl literally losing her head in a second but like what is the point of that do you think like why is that called back to like, I, is there some sort of I, metaphor that we're missing here? I don't think so. I think that, like, she's just trying to bring back something that was supposed to be meaningful back then. But, like, unless my theory that CL and Tookie are actually related yeah. is true, because then maybe it was to show sort of, like, foreshadowing of the connection somehow. If Chris Cravat and Wingtip are brothers... But, like, even then, it's, like, so strange. But, like, you have to think of what other callbacks have we had in this book that were supposed to be meaningful? Mm -hmm. Go for all of us. Like, the dumbest fucking oh, thing. Oh, God. I forgot about the go for yeah, all of us. Yeah, I'm here to remind you. Don't forget. Oh, Never my, forget. Please. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think maybe it's that, like, so Creamy's hand mirror blinded Chris Creme Corbat in his act and he fell. He caught himself and saved himself, but then he bowed, skewering out his eye on like a mirror. So I think in that's supposed to I think that's supposed to be that like, you know, Creamy's vanity has like hurt and like 
really harmed the people around her because her single-minded focus on herself, you know, despite being ugly and evil, has hurt the people around her, right? Like, it hurt her husband, it's hurt her girls. And I don't exactly know what that has to do with the guillotine, sort of, in a similar way, like, blinding Tookie. I think it's supposed to be that, like, it stops her from intervening. Like, she's stunned by it. And yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know that that is accurate though, because she doesn't even think about moving. Nothing. Home, you, like, you're right. Yeah, at all. Nothing. So it's not like she's she's making an attempt to go towards her, and then she's, then she's stunned, pushed back. Yeah. No, it's just like I think Tyra just thought she was clever. Yeah. In like an, another mirror that's shiny, let's do this thing. But like it doesn't actually. There's no meaning there. No, no, none at all. But anyhow, so let, let's get so the in progress beheading that we're sort of dancing. Yeah, around. slow motion. So it's, yeah, it's slow motion. This is actually more tension than the book. Is this yeah, it is. Writing. We're trying here. Um, the guillotine drops. It begins to behead CL. Little Miss Sea Love about to lose her noggin, and red liquid gushes from the wound, and it transforms into a long cape and then a crown upon her head. And everyone stands up and goes, To the new Belladonna! <laughs> and they start up a twist. What, why? It's a what twist. was the reason? What was the reason? Wait, we knew this though. Didn't you say last time that, like, well, Seal's the only one that could, like, if it's a, a royal lineage, right, for, like, the Belladonna, then, like... Famously, <laughs> we keep being told that. Yeah, right, like, we've been... So why is this supposed to be, like, oh, she's gonna be beheaded instead? Like, plot twists need to be more than, like, something that you set up in a chapter and then undo <laughs> direct, the same yeah, chapter. Direct, right, like, directly <laughs> in the chapter before this. like, is this a joke? And Nars is like, unfortunately, no, body girl. And then uh, we get an explanation, which, which is, you know, we've already pieced together, but it's, um, it's from Guru Applesauces, who I don't know if you guys remember is French. So I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best French accent, which is bound to be very um, bad. But um, sorry, French people so, and Canadian people. You are the Belladonna's daughter. <laughs> you are technically royalty, and as you know. The mantle of La Belladonna passes from one member of La Famille Royale to the next. You, Ciel, are the only living heir. Once your Belladonna lineage was verified, we summoned you here. That's pretty good. Yeah, I loved it. I <laughs> that loved was pretty it. good. So. <laughs> um, so, but they also voted. <laughs> yes! Like... Oh, wait, I was... I knew you were going to talk about this. They also had a vote. What, what's going on? Which one is it? They had a choose, vote. Choose, pick a side, as Nicki Minaj once said. Yeah, so okay? they voted. Um, so, so uh, Guru Applesauce, who is like a hamburger helper uh, looking. <laughs> Are you talking about hands. the men? Yeah. Yes. So he has an extra hand so he could vote an extra time, I guess. Right. It says. Um, but then it's like royalty always prevails. So a vote was unnecessary. And then he says, I flipped the bird to democracy. Okay, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> it's like, what, then what's the point of saying you voted? Like, just to say that Gennaro didn't vote for CL? Like, ugh. <laughs> it's true. It's... Could, like, 
if you're gonna do political intrigue, just do it. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, this is hysterical. So, like, this is it was I'm, always uh, gonna be her. She's the only person that can do it. But they had a vote anyways. The vote didn't matter because someone who has a hand for a head you know, voted an extra time. So it wasn't girl what unanimous. <laughs> and then and then Ciel's like, I'm the Belladonna, seriously. And then Gennaro or whoever is like, you can say no. It is an immense yeah, responsibility can... after all body. And he's like basically trying to like say to her that you can turn this down, which also makes zero sense, right? Like if it was a vote, maybe, but it's like blood lineage. So uh, they literally just put a diamond guillotine like through her neck and kinda. like they made her the Belladonna. So, so wouldn't the time to ask her be before you literally... No, because like, then we don't get the fun, like, little twisty, like, gotcha moment. We, and remember, all the twists in this book are, like, little gotcha moments, right? Like, But they could have do- they could have done this in a way that was still... It still would have been stupid, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they could have asked her, like, do you want to do this? It's a big responsibility, and the process for it is very painful yeah and like cl has to choose to do it and then we see it happening and then like maybe tookie who's still standing behind the opaque mirror wall or whatever it is can be like did they trick her like is this some sort of game or right whatever um and then we we see the whole you know thing happen with the blood crown or whatever but make i mean it's not like a perfect solution but i much rather would have liked to have cl make the choice or like any character make a choice in this book on aside from creamy which is she's like the only justice for creamy like yeah she's the only proactive and zarpeza are like the only people i care about in this fucking book like everybody else sucks so much so they CL finally is like, I accept. And everyone <laughs> applauses, applauds her. And Toki screams, yes! From her hiding spot. So, so Toki, like, by accident, she's brought to, she's brought to vocalizing her enthusiasm. She had nothing to say when CL was, like, being beheaded. But CL, like, accepts the mantle of Belladonna. And Toki goes, yes! And everyone's like, who's that? And they, like, drag her out of her hiding spot behind an opaque uh. piece of glass and they're like oh my gosh like you're an intruder and to everyone's shock everyone being like us and Tookie not the board CL turns on her and goes what are you doing here like you're not allowed in the end building um and Tookie's like I just wanted to help you but but you didn't because you watched <laughs> yeah. her get beheaded and did nothing. You didn't even react to it. I like, would be you didn't... so mad if I was sealed to be like, you were like, here the whole time. The <laughs> and this is, this is like, this is a function of like Tyra not knowing how books work. Right. Because like, just because she knows that nothing bad is going to happen to CL does not mean that her main character, Tookie knows that there is no way for Tookie to know that CL is going to be okay for all intents and purposes. She's supposed to believe that CL is going to get hurt. But she doesn't. Therefore, Tyra kind of gives her whole thing away because Tookie just stands there and is not worried. She's not sad about it. Right. It's just like, well, she's going to be fine, so I don't need to react to this. Right. Right. But, what a mess. My God. 
Tookie's like, I wanted to help, and clearly she didn't. And then Seal's like, I can take care of myself. And Tookie goes, Oh my God, Seal has turned into a demon again. Where can Me, I, I get my? <laughs> yes. So Seal's like, you know, she's turning on her, and she goes, Release the girl immediately. I will punish her myself. Dun dun dun. And then boo. Tell me, tell me Gen- what happened next. Gennaro smirks, and then. Um, the guards drop Tookie's arm, and CL literally says, Psych! <laughs> I was totally kidding. I was spooky, huh? Like before when I was crazy, but I'm not crazy now. But I feel crazy because I'm the frickin' Belladonna. I'm so nervous, and now I'm sweating again. You know how I sweat. <laughs> you know how I sweat made me laugh a lot, by the way. Very Dina Martina energy. Yeah. So, Go see Dina Martina in Provincetown. Yes. We love her. And then CL hugs uh, Tookie. And Tookie's like, oh my god, you totally freaked me out. I thought you were going to kill me. Like, not th- this again. Like, not this again. I th- This dialogue is... Tyra is writing her own lines for the screenplay in One Woman Show of Model Land. Like, this is... This, she just wanted I to totally, say this. Like, I totally agree with it you. It sounds like her. She casts herself as CL... And we're, like, basically reading a scene that she wrote for herself. Like, like, psych? Really? In Model Land? And the, like, I was acting freaking crazy. I'm the Belladonna now. Like, it's so... This is, like, when I'm... Or when you... Or when we're, like, paraphrasing and, like, rushing through, like, to kind of get to the, you know, the, the quick action bits. Like, that's what that sounded like, right? It sounded like one of us being, like, like just kind of skimming over, like, the highlights of what is going on. But... No, that's literally, yeah, like, no. you read it word for word. Like, we're not paraphrasing Yeah, it's word for word. Exactly I'm not convinced. I'm convinced that people sometimes think we're just making parts of this book they up do. when it's the, it's the literal book. Oh, my God. Lit- um, because yes. this has happened in our Discord before when people people who get the book are like, I thought you were kidding about this. <laughs> no. And it's like, they don't know where that line is. And it's like, there's nothing that we can joke about or say <laughs> that would be more ridiculous and funny than what Tyra wrote. Like, yeah. truly, it is beyond either of our scopes for like making shit up and one thing that you said that i like so 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 totally agree with from like last episode i think was that because this book very much turns into the cl show like in the last like quarter of it and like i really do believe that there was probably a lot more cl in the beginning that they made her cut and that tyra envisioned herself as playing CL and had to give her like a big part. Like I feel like you are so spot on with that. Like there's no way you're wrong. It's like no, there's no way. Impossible. Absolutely impossible. Cause she becomes such a prominent character by the end of it. And God, so prominent. Like she she's the actual interesting one out of her and Tookie, I much rather have followed CL yeah, where's I want like a Model Land prequel, right? Like the story of CL's rise, her friends, the like obelisks, like give us that, right? Uh, and or Tyra, if you're listening, oh yeah, Tyra, that's how you relaunch a series. Like you write the prequel, you could even go back even further and do the Belladonna story. Like even that's kind of more, more interesting. But yeah, because there's nothing. I mean, we'll get into this once we like finish, finish, and like talk about like the end and like what was wrapped up and what was not wrapped yeah. up but like Tookie's storyline is like 
it's pointless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is pointless. I mean, I, I don't know if we were expecting anything different, but... I will admit that I expected a little bit. A lot B- more. Bitch, I told you. I know you did. I know you <laughs> did, but I'm a, I'm a person of faith and Tyra Banks. And I love that about... I heard that about you. I heard that. Yeah, that's what they say about <laughs> shoes. Okay. So, so listen, guys. So, we are... Uh, so, CL's crowned. She's, she says, psych to Tokyo. She's not going to kill her. Uh, and she says to everyone, she says, don't ever harm a curly, straight, wavy, or frizzy hair on her head. Ever. And Tookie's like, thank you. She dips into a reluctant curtsy. And, she, and Ciel, who's, you know, she's not like other belladonnas. <laughs> she goes, oh, get up. There's not going to be any of that idiotic kowtowing uh, during my reign. Um, and she goes to, she tells the boy, like, if any of you have an issue with Tookie, you can kiss my big, fat princess belladonna ass. So remember, there was the queen belladonna. There's just the normal belladonna who's now incarcerated in the ugly room. And then... Princess Belladonna is now, like, CL's title. Uh, and everyone's, like, shocked by this. And speaking of kissing, you know, body parts, CL forces Nars down on the ground to kiss Tookie's feet. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Which are um, remarkably dirty. Like, we are told that they're big, stinky, cruddy feet. Well, she's she is wearing shoes, thank goodness, but they're soiled in ugly room crud, which I don't remember what the ugly room crud is. Oh, yeah, I didn't know there was. I just remember there. the saline mist. But okay. <laughs> oh my god, the saline mist! <laughs> the ugly room. <laughs> ugly room general hospital. Yes, it's t- it's touch and go for a bit, but it looks like she's gonna make it. So Gennaro, like he. She, she, like Bella, uh, CL's like I'm the Belladonna. I'm the head biatch. Yeah, spelled B E E dash Y O T C H <laughs> yeah. in charge. And from now on, you will do whatever capitalized I say. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gennaro does you know fall to his knees, puckers up, and kisses Tookie's shoes. And Tookie admits that it felt pretty damn. Good. And that is the end of the chapter. <laughs> All right. So, oh man. Oh, so much to dig into. But I'm, you know, do you have a rose and a thorn for this chapter? Because I can't think of anything that I liked. I can only think of thorns. Yeah, I mean, I liked the visual of the blood turning into, like, an off-kiltered crown. I thought that was fun. That's cool. That is, that is but, fun. Yeah, that is fun. Um, And I also could sort of, like, picture it because it's, like, it's like described as, like, a fabric crown. And I thought that was, like, really pretty mm-hmm. and, like, cool, mm-hmm. right? Um, But, like, that's not, like, anything important. It's just, like, an aesthetic moment. Mm-hmm. Everything else is absolutely fucking horrible. No <laughs> point to it. <laughs> My thorn is Tookie following her supposed friend and mentor, watching her get beheaded and doing fuck all to help her. I cannot believe that we're supposed to somehow root for Tookie. Like, she didn't help her. Like, so what was the point of following her? What was the reason? Yeah, why would you do that? What was the reason? Like, why even have her go just to show us what's happening, right? But, like... Tookie didn't 
make a move. She stayed agentless throughout this book. Agencyless. How do I say this? She has passive. no. Yeah, she's passive through this entire tire book. And this is just one more big example. I would say probably the biggest because she's about to watch her friend get killed and she does nothing, which like we should have expected because is there a worse friend in the world than Tookie? Ask Lizzie and she will tell you no. Find that dirty girl and get her opinion. Find that dirty girl. She's probably in somebody's yard crying. Crying, screaming. Oh, I was cackling on Discord this week when someone brought up who just started the podcast. We were like, hey, I'm really hoping we see Brian. Not Brian. It's <laughs> like, Brian? And then I remembered like the gay friend Brian that said the dirty girl line. Yeah. Nowhere to be seen. No, he's done. It's out. Right. Oh. How about you? Do you have a rose and a thorn? I think my, similar to you, like the only rose I can think of now that we're talking about it is the guillotine. I like, I think a giant crystal guillotine is a really cool, like, it fits with the model end aesthetic where, you know, now there's a royal plot intrigue too. So a guillotine to like get rid of royal blood is like iconic right and i thought that was kind of cool yeah i like i like the idea yeah behind it right um but it also sort of like there's this like loss of like importance in this whole moment because like as we both mentioned like cl was really the only person that could have become the belladonna and that was the reveal once she we found out that she was the baby from the vision i think this would have been much more impactful had the Belladonna died, maybe, um, at some point, and then maybe, like, instead of fighting Creamy, like, she had died by an accident because of, like, CL interfering in the fight between them, and then CL thinking she was going to get in trouble, but really it was, like, a mad scramble to get her to be the next Belladonna or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. That would have been a little bit better, but still not, like, really surprising, like, what else no, is going to no happen? None, none whatsoever. If they had even said that, like, the Belladonna, we can have an interim Belladonna until, like, we can find some cousin or something like that, like, they needed to mention some alternative so that there's a real risk to, like, basically, there needs to be a reason why Seal isn't the only option. Yeah. And they told us outright that Seal is the only option, like, a moment ago. So it's very fresh in our mind. But right. But no, so killing her never really did make sense in the logic that's been put forward on the page. And that's my thorn, is that, like, the political intrigue element of this is such a mess. And it could be, it could have been resolved, like, really, I think, quite simply and deftly if a few more, like, world-building elements either had been added or, quite honestly, if a few things had just been, like, taken out. We didn't have a lot of these questions until suddenly the, like, royal lineage thing was sort of brought in. Like, imagine that had never been thrown in. And as it turns out, it's kind of of pointless, right? Like, it could have just been that, like, you know, there's a family that tends to be, like, the Belladonna's because they're, like, oligarchs or something like that. But, like, you you take out the royal element of it and suddenly an oligarchy can be ruled by really, like, anybody, right? Like, or, like, uh, aristocracy, right? Like, that, that's actually the better word for it. But adding that detail in is total ruination for any sort of tension as to, like, who's going to become the next Belladonna. And then, Yeah, like, I totally agree. Having, like, voting systems in place in all of these things, like, it's a surplus of detail, and they all confuse one another, and the result is, like, zero tension. And I'm like, what is, like, who is... What's on the ballot at Model Land aside from this? This is wild. 
Yeah, I think this is what happens when you sort of write jokes or sentences in and you become so attached to them that you can't possibly take them out. Because when you think about it, the only thing pointing to, like, the vote is that one line from Guru Applesauce, oh, right? Hand. And like, yeah. Right. And, like, Tyra probably thought that was, like, funny or clever. She was, like, attached to that line. Yeah. But, like, had she cut that, it would have – just that would have improved – the chapter at least in that now we know like that there was only ever one way for this to happen and there's none of this like voting confusion to add to the mix which is like unnecessary and like frankly kind of annoying yeah the last thing you want is your reader at the climax of your book wondering exactly how the bureaucracy and red tape of the voting system at model land works it's not the point of the chapter but it's all i have all i have time and room for in my brain because it's such a mess right Right. we should already know how it works and it should be fairly simple it it should be that we are caught up in the tension of the moment because we know what's possible right like it could be one way or another and either of them are bad or either of them you know we want and we don't know which we you know what which one we're gonna get but um right but no this is like it's like tyra's plotting is like Candyland. it's like fun and loopy but there's literally only one way (laughs) we can all see the ending and there's there's not much like deviation from that too so yeah right pretty big pretty big thorn (laughs) also ganero nars is supposed to be a villain and like what a disappointment oh, like what a deflated balloon he does nothing he doesn't fight he just like is like okay and like bows down and kisses Tookie's feet like wow like no knife hidden behind your back like nothing oh Come yeah on. like stab her please somebody <laughs> what the fuck like like rig the guillotine so like it like doesn't work well and something happens at the last minute and like Tookie needs to like help i don't know just like anything but mm, oh that would have been yeah, yeah. That been fun. i also will say that i don't like when like captives just simulate the behavior of their captors after they get in power right like that's not that subversive it's just an inversion of what we're seeing but like oh now that they're in power like see all of, her immediate instinct is to be like bitchy royal like literally be out yeah. just like what she says and to, like, make people, like, kiss feet and be, like, subservient. And that's not progressive. Like, that's not progressive. At all. <laughs> At all. Like, what she should have done is had him arrested and been, like, there's no room for people like you. In my in administration. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, you've got to go. Or so, Like, this would have been the time to be, like, I'm starting a new era where mm-hmm. beauty it can be all these different things. Like, let's bring out these ugly girls. Like, let's take a look at them. Like, let's let's restart model land on better terms. Cause this is the time for her like manifesto. She should have been making yes. some sort of like, she should have walked out onto a balcony and said, quiet everyone. Like, listen, like it is me, CL. I am your new Belladonna. Like, please like calm down. Um, I will put a plan together, but like this, like thus begins a new era with like Tookie at her side. Absolutely. That would have been exciting and intriguing. Um, but instead we have someone literally kissing gross cruddy shoes. And like, that's Tyra's thinking of like, that's what glory looks like to a small mind. I, I completely agree. She could have even sang a song on the balcony. Oh my God. She have a moment. Yeah. Give us some, give us some fucking opera. Do you have any other thoughts on this or are we good to wrap up? Um, no, I just wish that this had never happened. <laughs> yeah, totally <laughs> fair. So, 
<laughs> oh man. Thank you everyone for coming to the first but not last Bad Author Book Club live listen. If you enjoyed this, add into your calendar that we will be doing the next two and the next final chapters of Model Land on August 4th at 7 p.m. and August 12th at 1 p.m. Those are in Eastern time. And to make sure you don't miss any episodes or announcements, especially as season two bears down upon us, follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're Bad Author Pod. On Instagram, we're Bad Author Book Club. And you can find all of our episodes on anchor.fm slash badauthorbookclub and our website, badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com. If you'd like to follow me, Ryan, I am the Ryan LaSala on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok. My website's ryanlasala.com, and on it you can find all of the links to pre-order the honeys while there's still time. It comes out on August. Oh my god. Do it. it comes out on August 16th. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how I feel too. The bees are singing me. Ouch, ouch, ouch. If you want to follow me. Clarabelle. I'm on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok at Clarabelle underscore Ortega. And um, you can find all the info about my books at uh, ClarabelleOrtega.com. Go buy Witchlings, go buy Ghost Squad, and go pre-order Frizzy. Frizzy! Yes. Yeah! Thanks for listening! We love you, Hot Queens! Love you, Hot Queens!